5 AA sports shows, where are they now? Past legends, past glories. Well, Flip, this bloke here, he's got, he's done plenty. And indeed. what we love indeed about him is he's still here in Adelaide. Yes. So it, we're going to get yeah. to this. Yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a terrific story. We will get to it. I'm going to, you, you'll do that intro. But just, I mean, where are they now is the, the segment. You're watching telly last night. And they, they scanned down <laughs> on the box and there he is sitting there, right yes. there in front of us. It's not that hard. A former <laughs> South African cricketer and a former South Australian captain for mm. the Redbacks. Mm. And now mm. he's with the Adelaide Strikers. Mm. So we speak of Johan Bodo and only timely to get him on the show. Johan, first up, congrats on the win last night with the Strikers. Good to have you on the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, mate. Now, we're going to step through the, the journey that is Johan Boda. For, for you, cricket seems like it must have been a, a great journey for you to get you all the way here to Adelaide, which is now your new life. How did you end up in Adelaide? Yeah, that's been a great journey. Um, you know, I got the opportunity to play with the Redbacks and the Strikers 10 years ago with Darren Berry and sort of I met him at Rajasthan Royals in the RPL and then from there we sort of kept touch and then after his first full season as a head coach you know he sort of uh, presented opportunity and um, you know for us as a family it, it sounded good and we wanted to take that opportunity and uh, 10 years later, we're still here. Oh, fantastic. But is that a tough decision to, to have to make that move? You mentioned up, uprooting the family and then having to move to another country. How tough is that, pal? Yeah, it was tough. I think at that stage, uh, Austin was only two. And, um, you know, Monica, obviously, them two had to give up the most, where I sort of slotted in straight to a team, which uh, was much easier for me. And, you know, you just get on with the cricket and, and away you go. But for them, it took quite a while to settle. I would say probably a year to eighteen months just to to settle in and and you know make new friends and all of those types of things. So you know that was definitely the challenge. Um, but as I said, for me, it was straight into cricket and and you know you do what you sort of know and and that would have certainly helped me. What were the initial um, attractions for you to come to South Australia of all places in the world to play your cricket? <laughs> Um, I think it was that uh, just before we moved over the, the BBL before that, I sort of had a four-game stint with the Adelaide Strikers, mm. um, and we just really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Austin was just over a year old, um, and we really enjoyed the experience. Um, we only came for 12 days, um, but that gave us a taste of the, you know, the city, what things could be like, mm. and um, sort of that March, Darren Berry sort of said to us, you know, would you like to, to make it a permanent move? And uh, we gave it some some thought, you know. It wasn't just, okay, we'll phone you back the next day and away we go. Mm. It probably took us a month to decide, um, you know, finally to decide. And, and initially it was just a two-year deal. Two years come over um, and they had an option of the third and, you know, we, we're still going. So that's sort of how it um, unfolded. Uh, just, uh, I'm going to extend that a little bit. You had 12 days to find out about Adelaide, South Australia. What did you find out in 12 days? That now, you know, 10 years later, you're still here, mate. Well, Adelaide Oval is a great stadium. Yeah, I think yeah, that was good. the first impression. You know, I, I played on it for South Africa when, mm-hmm. you know, it had the chapel mm-hmm. stands and yep. the old Bradman stand mm-hmm. with the red roof. Oh, um, yeah. And I just liked it from, from the start. Um, and then with, with South Africa, we've, we've had some good wins here. So obviously that's sort of in the back of your mind. You've, you've done well on, on the ground. 
Um, and then Adelaide's a lot like Port Elizabeth, similar size, it's coastal, um, and, and that suited us too. We, we're not from a, a massive city, you know, like jo- Johannesburg or Cape Town. Um, so it really suited us just, you know, easy it was to get around and, um, yeah, that was, that was what we, what we really liked. Well, just speaking on that. So your time in South African cricket. So 78 one day is 40 T20s. Most of your cricket was played with the white ball. Five test matches, one being in Australia in Sydney, which was uh, your debut match. What were some of the great memories for you being able to travel the world and playing and representing your country? Yeah, I think, uh, winning a one day series in Australia in 2009 was a big one. Um, you know, at that stage, Graham broke his hand in the test match just before yes. that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I came over just to play, just to be part of the team. And uh, obviously, the leadership had to move around a bit and shift around. And I did a emerging tour earlier that year to Australia. And, um, you know, <laughs> flying over and just arriving in Sydney for that test. Mm. Uh, I was involved in the test and Mickey Arthur said to me, would you like to do, you know, captain the T20s in the one day as much as four? That's a, that's a big thing. Um, you know, I might take that on. Um, and it worked out perfectly. You know, we, we had a really good series. We won 4-1. Uh, so that's sort of something that stands out. Debuts always stand out. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know, who it's against or where it is. Any debut is special. And, and, you know, that's international cricket, that's franchise cricket, that's state cricket. Um, so I always remember those. That, you know, you don't get two of those. You only get one debut. <laughs> um, so you've got to make the most of that. And what I say to players these days when they get one is don't worry about your stats on your debut. You can worry from mm. on your, you know, about your stats from game two onwards. On your debut, just enjoy the occasion. Um, it only comes around once and just make the most of that one night that you get. Um, you will have watched, uh, we've got to talk today, mm. <laughs> in the last few days, of course, but uh, the the, uh, the test match up at the Gabba, the, such a disappointing result. I think for the game of cricket, um, yes, Australia won, but boy, it just wasn't what we were looking for in, as far as the test match is concerned. Yeah, I think with, with such a big hype and build-up mm. um, and obviously two quality biting attacks, I don't, need, I don't think you need the wicket to be that spicy. Um, I think it will be a result anyway. Um, but it was interesting to see the two captains sort of reviews on it. Alga saying, you know, test matches should go to four and five days. Pat Cummins said there was nothing wrong with the wicket. It wasn't dangerous. Mm. And mm. it obviously showed that Australia was on the right side of the result. You know, if it was the other way, he might have, have had a different story um, or a different review on it. But, you know, hopefully going to Melbourne and Sydney, um, things will settle down a bit. The wicket mm. will will play slightly or will play better. Um, I think that will be the case. Mm. And, you know, we can get to that fourth and fifth day to see, you know, who can who can be the, the best team in the, at the end of all of that. But Australia are obviously playing really good cricket. they you know, on good momentum at the moment. Um, but Africa will have to do something to stop that and do mm. it quickly because you only have one more chance really in Melbourne. Mm. You know, if you lose that test, that series done. Series gone, um, yes. But in saying that, South Africa have won the last three series, yeah, which I didn't even think about mm. before the series. Um, so they know how to win, yeah, but mm. they've got to do it quickly. Um, you know, the bowling attack's pretty good. I said before the series, I, I think, you know, making enough runs could be the issue, and, and it sort of showed in the first game. I know it was a tough wicket, mm. but, um, you know, I still think even on a better wicket, their batting will have to sharpen up and, and mm. get, you know, close to 400. 
Hey, can I, um, yeah. uh, and I hate to bring up one of these moments in time, but these are the, some of the things that happen in life. And unfortunately, the story of Phil Hughes, unfortunately, in Sydney 2014, it's a long time past, but you were the captain of the South Australian to- team at the time, Johan. They were dark days. Can you, can you walk us through, and I hate to have to bring it back to that, but can you walk us through what the emotion was like in the group at that time? Because that would have been a very, um, significant moment in your career. It was. It was a tough patch. I think, um, you know, just probably the lead up is, is, a, is, you know, better for the listeners. The game before we got bothered by Victoria, um, at Adelaide Oval and, um, you know, it was like in two and a half sessions, but we should never have lost mm. the game. Um, and I remember Yuzi saying in that, in that debrief after that game, coach, that will never happen again. Mm. And, uh, you know, he felt he was part of that, giving his wicket away mm-hmm. um, against Victoria. And, and he just said, you know, guys, that, that's it. that's never happening again. And so be it, you know, 63 not out. Um, and yeah, he, you know, you could just see he was like really focused and, and sort of tuned in in that game. Um, New South Wales had their full strength attack, test attack. And um, he made it look pretty easy. And, you know, I was sort of hitting balls out the back at the Sydney net during lunchtime, so I didn't really chat to him and Tom Cooper at lunch, mm-hmm. um, but as I walked up the stairs to go back into our viewing area, they were walking out onto the field, so, you know, I, I didn't even chat to him in that in that last um, lunch break mm-hmm. um, on day one. So, Goodness. you know, that's sort of what I always remember, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. he took it on himself, you know, this is it, I'm not going to let that happen again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that that's what I'll remember. He's, he was a great player, probably you know, almost the best left hander I played with. Um, and yeah, it just shows technique is, is not the biggest thing. It's character, it's grit, mm. and uh, he has plenty of that. Oh, we'll see. He just beautifully put. Thanks, mate. I mean, uh, you know, that when, when it gets to that situation, it, it's a game of cricket. Mm. You know that. You know that's what we talk about. But he he had that spirit of the game and the way it should be played, and and the and he showed that to everyone, didn't he? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, probably a, a lighter story about him was, I think it was the year before we played uh, against New South Wales again at the SCG. And, um, you know, I think they won the toss. They were sort of three for 90 at lunch. Um, we thought, no, pretty fair. Even even first session, uh, we're happy with that. Next session, Moses Enriquez and Ben Rora put on none for 186 <laughs> in a session. <laughs> so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it blows three, out to three, three for <laughs> three for two seventy at sea and we think wow this is getting away you know we we walked off the ground usually put on like music the loudest music ever in the sydney change room everyone was dancing he was like celebrating and he said that's the best batting he's ever seen in in four-day cricket um <laughs> and from there we we managed to bowl him out seven for 70 in the last session to bowl him out for 380 on day one, day so, one. isn't it just it was a pretty <laughs> Pretty entertaining day. We went past them by about 60 runs. Bowled them out for 150, and we needed to get 90 in the last innings to win. So probably the best Porto game I played in. Can't be and, better. Um, but it was great the way he treated it and thought, well, it doesn't matter if it's opposition. That's the best he's ever seen. And sort of <laughs> well, therefore, you're allowed to celebrate. Celebrated it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was a part of that. Well done. We love that. Now, just before you go, away from cricket, uh, you have another passion, passion. in your life. Indeed. And I'll tell you what, running, marathon running, I don't know how you do it. I certainly couldn't motivate myself to do it. But it's something you do a lot of and clearly passionate about. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, it's, it's gone to more than uh, marathon running at the moment. You know, it's sort of ultra distance runs, uh, mm. more timed events. You know, the, the one event I like doing is called Last Man Standing or Backyard Ultras. And you basically do a 6.7K loop on the hour, every hour, until there's one person remaining. Oh, my wow. goodness. So you're looking at, you know, my best at the moment is, is 30 hours, which is 200 Ks. Um, Australia, Australian best is actually 76 hours from a guy called Phil Gore from WA. And that's, if I don't even know what that is, that's almost 400 kilometers. Kilometers, yeah. Um, so and that's, that's the target for you now? Oh, 100%. I, I would like to get past 50, um, wow. 50 hours one day. Um, where the one that where I said now I got to 30 was in Loxton in November and yes. the, the race got stopped where, with all the lightning and, oh, and thunder goodness. around. So okay. yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was one of five people remaining Still and um, you don't know what's left in the tank. So <laughs> I hope I can get there again and, and see what's left. <laughs> That's well, it's, a, it's a lucky it's a circuitous track because if it was a straight line it'd be the perfect where, <laughs> where are they now <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he's run for 30 hours forest gump style he's <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the country <laughs> johan thanks so much for your time i wish we could continue chatting but we're out of time mate you are doing some amazing things Champion. in your life we're so lucky to have you here in south australia and we're glad you can call it home best of luck with the strikers this season i'm sure you'll do well and we'll chat again soon Great. Thank you very much for the support, guys. Johan Boda, he's a uh, absolute superstar.